Are you looking to take control of how you feel? Nutrition is a key factor to that success, and EFL Nutrition can help. They will teach you how to build on a foundation that's lasting lifestyle change, showing you the potential you already have within yourself. No matter where you are in your healthy lifestyle journey, if it's healthy eating, building muscle mass, or leaning out, EFL Nutrition will meet you there. Simply fill out a questionnaire and a tailored plan will be created just for you. Whether you're looking for a nutrition challenge or one-on-one nutrition coaching, we've got you covered. So look up on Instagram or Facebook at EFL Nutrition or simply email EFLNutrition at gmail.com. Mention the 580 show or 580 barbell and you will receive 10% off a six-week nutrition challenge. Here's the show. Episode 22 of the 580 Show. We're back. Frawley, Riley, Dante, and myself. We are back with another episode. I'm pumped up. What's up, boys? What's up? So, first and foremost, I got some apologies to make. Let's hear it. I apologize to anime people. I like anime. I don't. Dante? Call it. We're anime brothers. So, we all, we talked about last episode, anime... I I gave it a shot for the first time in my life. I started with a show called Baki. I finished season one, and I'm hooked. It's all I want to watch right now. Dante, you've seen it. You finished the whole show. Yeah. There's like, we're waiting, Frawley. On, we're waiting on the fourth season still. It's not for Frawley, right? That's my impression. Stupid. My idea was Riley? Frawley looked at it with such angst and hate. It's already in his mind. No. He never gave it a chance. I gave it a fair shot, and I turned it on for five minutes, and I was like, how do you That's not a fair shot. Yeah, that's five minutes was, is not a fair, a fair shot. shot. No. And I guarantee you, you were looking minutes. at your phone. No. You were no. looking at your phone. That's not true. You were texting us the whole time. I was not looking at my phone. Frawley was looking down at his phone like nope. this. I was not yeah, looking at my phone until I, I had enough of the show. I was like, I'm not Balky is so good that I forget I have a phone when I'm watching. That's the stupidest thing. I don't look up. That's not true. I don't blink. I literally don't blink. That's not true at all. It gets me fired up to go train. Yeah. Anime people. We need this rallies. Is, we need This rallies. is Josh Hendrickson from 580 Barbell, the owner. I apologize. I'm one of you now. I don't. All right. I love you. So Riley, what, what yeah, do you Yeah, right think? now it's 2v1, and Riley's the deciding factor. And also, to add some context, if he gives a stupid answer. If he doesn't, I retract this. But he watched it 12 minutes ago before. He was, was late like to the bar. Yeah. I watched two episodes. You watched two? Yeah. I watched okay. the first and yep. second. I don't want to sway you. And I also want to apologize. You like it? To absolutely fucking nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. I just got trolled back. (laughs) You didn't like it? It's not for me. No. That was a good one. That was good. That's nice that we got two That's the most. Mark that. That's the most charismatic moment of Riley's career. That was good. I gotta give it. I mean, honestly. I, I see why some people would like it, but it's just... I can see why it's not for everybody, it's but it's different. Like, I was expecting anime to be, like, so severely, like, a different language that, like, the dub was going to be, like, horrible. So, it, it was good for me. I, I really liked it. Like, like I said, I'm hooked. I'm, like, 13 episodes in right now, and I'm going to watch another five tonight after this podcast. I mean, maybe I'm just done, but it just did not make a lot of sense. You also kind of rushed to watch. Yeah, you watched... You didn't miss much, did you? I wasn't, like, you watched watching, I wasn't watching it in three times two people. Yeah, but you were watching it, and, like, you were distracted. You were on your phone, yeah. probably watching TikToks. You didn't touch your phone. 
I mean, I was trying to follow the storyline. Here's the thing. Like, I watch the Steelers play every Sunday, and I touch my phone, and I yeah. like watching the Steelers. Yeah, that's play. basic stupid no. football. No, it's got to Okay, look. In football, they have breaks and everything. They have commercial play. breaks. They have all that but stuff. Think, okay, think my favorite movie. I look at my phone during my favorite movie. It doesn't suck. That's why I like it. Dude, you know what happened? Pick a new movie that I like. 24-7. Baki has so much action. It's constant fighting. No. Yeah. No. Anime people, I'm sorry. And I'm sorry for I'm Jason. I'm sorry I'm for Jason for all of you. I'm not apologizing. I apologize. I apologize for Riley. I apologize for Riley. You can't just take Riley's quote. Yeah. It, it already, the ship's already started. I didn't, I didn't. And I guess I have to apologize to Reptile people because I kind of <laughs> gave you a ricochet <laughs> shot on the last I forgot so, about that. Yeah. Sorry, Reptile people. You'll be a Reptile person once you start playing with my snake. No. Probably not. My favorite. I think about it, it's like reptile people are still kind of weird. No offense. I mean, it's your thing, but like reptiles can't show you affection. Dude, my lizard loves me. I, I, I bet your lizard does. What's your lizard's name? <laughs> Yoda. Yoda? Yoda? Yeah. God, it's such a lizard guy thing. But Dante's I, do you think from the bottom of your heart, genuinely, do you think Yoda like is like, yo, I love this dude? Because no. when I look at Tucker, I'm like, this guy knows I feed on my Tucker is Josh's dog. Yeah. She, I love the guy more. She's than like anything. conditioned to like wants to crawl on my hand is like something to crawl on. Yeah. So that's like her. You're like effect. a treat. You're a branch to him. Yeah. Yeah. So your your lizard probably doesn't love you. Probably not. I mean, I yeah, I just broke your heart. You can see my I'm face sorry. right now in tears. I'm sorry. No, you're okay. Okay. You know what? Crushed. You know what? Yoda, Yoda your your family Yoda doesn't love you, love you either. No. <laughs> oh. yeah, Yoda loves Yoda loves. That's what that sounds like. Yoda loves Dante. I'm sorry. You know what? Reptile people, anime people, I'm sorry. We all gotta come together. You guys are different. You're just different. Reptile people are way different. I didn't realize, though, how many anime people came out of the woodwork. Everyone's like, yeah, I love anime. Try this series. Try this series. I got a long list of recommendations. I appreciate it. They're on my list. I'll make it around. I won't. I'm watching every anime series ever created. My favorite part of the episode was when the one guy said... I don't know if that can happen. That's far-fetched. And it was like after the guy shot himself in the face five <laughs> times and like had gas come out of his yeah, face. They're like, and they're like, no, that's far-fetched. That can't happen. <laughs> we're not, no, we're non-slandering. No, I said that was my favorite part. You are non-slandering. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't slander anime. I will. So I won't take part in it. I'm just going to ignore it. <laughs> I just don't know how you can like talk crap on like Game of Thrones, but like love this. I didn't talk. I I retract everything I said. I said I'm so. You're a big I'm, Game of I'm, Thrones hater. No, I'm not. You anymore. always have. I matured since last episode. And I'm and sorry about super superheroes. Yeah. I'm sorry about reptiles. I'm sorry about Game of Thrones. I'm sorry all you dorks, Lord of the Rings, <laughs> all you guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I right hand up. I made a mistake. Okay. I like anime. It takes a man to admit yes. mistakes. Sorry, Star Wars geeks. I'm looking at you too. I'm sorry. What else is nerdy? I'm sorry. The Captain America. The Incredible, Incredible Hulk's Hulk. Boggy would destroy you. Incredible no, Hulk. The Incredible Hulk oh, would destroy me a Hulk. break. I, think, wouldn't even I think the Hulk will win. Thank oh, you. Okay. The only <laughs> person that's beaten the Hulk is Thanos. And that's because they need the Avengers for Thanos. And Boggy still Thor hasn't reached his full potential yet. So yeah. Boggy's 17 years old. That yeah. dork the Hulk. Boggy hasn't even got muscle maturity yet. He's going to destroy. He could probably have a 600 pound log though. Go watch Boggy. The Hulk will log press the I mean, freaking world. Yeah. He'll Atlas press the world. Okay, if you're listening at home, go watch Baki. Let us know what you think. I've got a lot of people on my side. That's now. a good takeaway. Um, so, I'm sorry. Uh, other news, I guess, moving on. 580 Barbell, our gym. We are hosting on December 11th, 2021. The best day of the year. Dante's birthday. 
580 Strongest, our first ever 580 Strongest. My plan for this is it to be an every year show around Christmas time, second Saturday, whatever, of uh, December. Everyone that's a member of the, of the gym gets together. We have a little small in-house strongman show. Um, we're going to pick event one right now. So December 11th, 2021. Um, I don't have an exact entrance price yet. Probably gonna be twenty bucks, just to cover, just to cover all the bare back. Like I want to get trophies. I want to get a shirt for everyone. We'll post. If you're listening to this, we'll post the five eighty strongest logo that's gonna be on the shirt. I would like if we get everyone registered in time. It would be really cool. I, what do you guys think about this? Uh, athletes' names on the back of the shirt. I think that's really cool. cool. Pretty cool. I think you might have to pay twenty or twenty five. Sure. But I think that's really cool. Yeah. It's a little, I mean, because it's going to be a small show. Realistically, how many people are going to have to do 5A Strongest? A little bit over 20 yeah. in a perfect it's world? It's also May. If you can know in yeah. May that we're doing this in December, you got plenty of time to plan to save 20 Hey, listen. Come sign up to the, for the gym, too. You can compete. Two months. Two months. Got to be signed up the month before. That's November. Yep. Um, so, the first event we're going to pick, we're going to hit a little drum roll here in a second, but... We're going to pick our overhead event. So event one is going to be overhead. We've got everything queued up. I think how many events do we have to choose from? I think it's like Can 18, I see that real quick? So I think we got like 18 just to give you guys a little list of everything that's in here. Like We've got Atlas Stone Presses, Yoke Presses, Axle Log, and, uh, and Axle, like Medley. we got every Medley. We've got a Keg Max Reps in a minute. We've got a Keg Medley. We've got an Overhead Medley. We've got Viking Press Max Reps in a minute. We've got Circus Dumbbell Medley, Circus Dumbbell Max, everything. But we threw one extra in there. It is Podcast Decides right now. So that's got a 1 out of 18 chance to hit. So we'll decipher. We'll kind of, uh, you know, deliberate right here and we'll choose amongst ourselves if that one hits so we've got 18 choices dante's gonna hit spin the wheel we're gonna do a little drum roll again and we're gonna roll so dante ready. we're ready 580 strongest Three, event one. Two, one so the wheel wheel is spinning they can probably hear it at home what's your guys guesses oh, uh, oh no i Atlas Stone Press Medley. <laughs> so we're gonna have we're gonna have three Atlas Stones, and you're gonna have to press the first one, press the second one, and then max reps press the third one. <laughs> so we got a really Dude, really odd one. That's a curveball tough one. I, o- I almost Atlas I almost guaranteed that the podcast you guys won't get. It missed by one. Like literally a centimeter away. It was between the ones that missed were podcast chooses and yoke press. So everything was going to be, so we have to do, we're going to have three Atlas stones. You're going to press it, press one. It's going to be the lightest one. Press the second stone overhead and then press the third for max reps in a minute. This is so hard. You're going to have to clean it every time too. The last stone. Clean it every time. Yep. The last stone. You're going to have to pick it up, get the down command, drop it on the drop pad, re-pick it up, press it. No tacky, right? No tacky. God, no. Not for that. Not for an overhead event. Because you should be able to easily, the point of tacky is to pick it up and load it, what well, we're going to be clean. So yeah, what, do you got, what do you guys think is going to be like some of the weights? Like say middleweight, say for Riley. What do you think like an average, so like 220, what do you think the weights will be? Probably like 115 for the top one maybe. Yeah. Maybe. 115. I would say, that's I, I think probably, that's one, I think that's probably 115. Mm-hmm. 145 or 35, whatever the next one is, and then 175. I think will be the top one. 175 is pretty heavy. I know. Yeah. I, I think, know. I think it's because I want you to make me go overhead. 
200? Sheesh. Actually, you know what? No, that's going to be wrong because it's you're not going to be able to press 200. I'm not putting 250 over my head. No, you're not going to be able to press 200. Yeah. I don't think you'll be able to press 200. I would say maybe 145. I think, yeah, I think that might be I think going maybe lighter actually be better for that event. Well, I mean, we're going to have fun. Then the reps. Reps are going to be Because I'm trying to think because Rogue had a natural stone press, but it was kind of shaped like advantageous. Well, and I'm pretty sure the top one was like 200. Well, remember what they did at the Arnold? They did the three the, Atlas stone and the Husa fell after. Yeah, that was, those were natural stones, though. They weren't Atlas, but they looked it's like the Atlas. Same, same idea, though. Mm-hmm. We can probably we can maybe formulate something like that. Yeah, but girls are going to have to be pretty light. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can figure out the weights, yeah. but we got, we it's going to have to be points. light enough that you can do reps on the last yeah. stone. So next week, we'll pick a deadlift. Um, we'll have so many options for that. Yep. We we have three deadlift bars too. We can have three axles down there in no time. So we have we have so many options. There's gonna be deadlifts gonna be a good one. Deadlifts gonna be deadlifts fun. Gonna be a good one. I always root for the one thing I want to run at one of my events, one of our events, is a deadlift ladder. Like I love it. Like the visual and the contest, three deadlift bars in a row. You go lighter, middle, and then heaviest, sure. and like fastest time wins and rep out the last one. Mm-hmm. I love that event. Like I love the competitor, like going for speed too. Like it's kind of, it's really uh, strategical because like, do you use straps for the first one or do you just go no strap? You know what I mean? Sure. It's, it's really cool. Um, so yeah, five eighty strongest Atlas Stone Press, kind of a trash event for the first one, but hey, <laughs> that's on that's on we're doing. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, it'll be it'll be kind of fun though. Pressing press press a stone over your head, it looks cool. As it'll well. be fun. It's probably a huge liability. Don't stress about it. Putting a stone over your head. But and I will say everybody signed a waiver. If you ever yep, and they will if they haven't. But if (laughs) if you ever try to press a natural stone, the hardest part by far is the lockout. It's like extra soup for whatever reason it's super hard on your triceps. I think because you have to squeeze it at the same time. Yeah, it's very weird. Because you're and you're almost like palming it. Like you're not like you can't really like. uh, It's hard to explain. But yeah, it's gonna be a fun event. Another thing about the gym is, so we did a giveaway for episode 20. So two episodes ago, Jackson Tanyan from Central Valley, one of our gym members won. Uh, He has a shirt on the way to his house. I want to offer up another shirt. So we're releasing a couple new items on 580 Barbell. If you pick, so we're going to have a 580 Barbell design uh, for our shirt. If you pick a quote, for the back of the shirt that we really like and you can get more advanced with it if you want but if someone sends so dm 580 barbell on instagram or just text me if you have my number uh with an idea for a quote something we say at the gym or something you really like that you think fits 580 barbell if you know us um and if i pick that to put on a shirt i'll send you a free shirt maybe even two shirts if we end up using it so little incentive to get another free shirt uh we've got like a summary drop happening in the next couple weeks so be tuned for that stay tuned we can always uh you can always check up on our apparel at 580barbell.com all one word you can check out pictures from the gym as soon as the other side of the gym gets done we're gonna have some more updated pictures of the facility so members if you like space you you like 580 we're adding 2500 square foot in the next two three weeks can't wait it'll be all completely done the whole basement yeah if I wasn't, I'm going out of town this weekend. If it wasn't, it would be probably done this weekend. But I want to say this is the 12th. So net, not this weekend, the weekend after. So episode 23. So Hopefully. 
Come Memorial Day strong. weekend. Come Memorial Day weekend. We'll be, be yeah. Big one. Saturday, a strong win Saturday for Memorial Day weekend. Maybe the fully first open one. So speaking of strong on Saturday, Riley and uh, probably gonna hold down the fort this weekend. Yeah, Dante and I will both be out of town. We're taking over the show. So if you actually want to have a good time, come <laughs> down on Saturday. Uh huh. Riley will have the Iron City. Probably Riley will have the Charisma. Can't wait. Probably in charge, buddy. Me, r- me, and Riley are in charge. If I know you, that pain you to say. Riley's in charge. <laughs> now you guys are in charge. It's in your hands. Well, by the time this releases, it'll be done anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so what else? The gym's still standing. I'm taking not? over the 580 barbell account for the weekend. Yeah. <clears throat> what else is going on? You guys had D-Load leak this week. Yeah. Ends tomorrow. Well, when they're hearing it, it's over, but it ends tomorrow officially. Um, it helps. It's like the first it legit helps. D-Load I've ever done, not before a competition. Yeah. yeah. Just like mid training. <laughs> I tell you what, though, it really like does help. Sure. You, I walk around like. Just so bored though. Yeah. I'm just like yeah. staring at nothing. Dante and I just don't even know what to do. The nagging aches and You're, pain should be going. Yeah. Like I, I feel like today in the gym was my last day of the deload and my deadlifts felt amazing. On Saturday, I li- I felt like crap. Yeah. And like I, I told Dante, I think I told all you guys, like I actually think I really did need a deload. Sure. Well, the trick to deload is deloading when you don't need a deload, mm-hmm. right? Because just catch then, it. you got to find that sweet spot exactly. where you catch it before you need a yep. deload. Yep. Because if you're trying to deload when you realize, oh, I need a deload, it's probably too mm-hmm. late. So. If you're trying to, in the middle of a training session, and you're at a high volume or high intensity, and you feel like you got hit by a train, you should deload. You know what I mean? That's one thing I've noticed since I've known Frawley is he's very good at implementing deloads into his training. Yep. Like I think he's extremely important. And I do think, so beginners need deloads far less, especially right. at a young age. Absolutely. Because you, you haven't built up, like young kids can probably train six months straight without taking an easy right. week. Because it's just like, you guys remember when you're under 18, like you can go into the gym and like, you could run a 5K and then go hit a squat session after. Yep. It's like, I run a 5K now, I'm out for a week. Yep. Uh, it's true. I, I mean, seriously, last year rally our annual Turkey Bowl game, I yeah. tore my hamstring. Right. <clears throat> like, I, I seriously lost out on 16 weeks of lower body training because of... My groin was sore for like yeah. three days. We legit, we go, we have an injury report for after our <laughs> Because every single person awesome. gets a, gets an injury. It was a laundry list. Yeah. But yeah, when you're, when you have the muscle maturity and you've been lifting for years and years and years, you have so much more tissue damage. Your tendons get more beat up. Your muscle, your actual muscle fibers get more beat up. So, like... The more you lift, the more often you need to have that recovery period. Mm-hmm. And then if you're a kid in high school, you're young, so your body's used to recovering all the time. Yeah. As you age, it gets harder and harder. The more weight you lift, it gets harder and harder. So This year has been the first year I've ever truly noticed, this last full year, that I need deloads and I need recovery better. Right. It's honestly the first year of my life since I've been and how old are you? I'm just turned 27. Right. So Mine was 28. Yeah. 18 forever. Like, I... I Legit, some days just I'm I'm so I'm more, way more sore than for I no was. reason. It makes me sad. Yeah, but mine was 28 when I turned 28. When it took over, and I think I think everyone's deload is different. I think some Great. people take like if you follow five three one to a T, the original five three one, which is like Jim Wendler's baby. It's a very probably the most known strength sure. training program for strength sports. 
they recommend a deload every fourth week. Yep. So you train for 21 days and then the rest of the month you're deloading. For me personally, that's not that's too much deloading, I found. I think every 16 weeks-ish is probably when I'm at for a deload. It really depends on what part of the training cycle I'm in, if I'm leading up to a competition. If you're leading into a competition, you've got to take seven days off before. That's yeah. normally the yeah. rule. I wouldn't even consider that a deload. No. I remember when I used to talk to Dan Bell back in the day, like personally, yeah. he would take 14-day deloads. Yep. 14 days. Yep. So... 14 days before the meet, he won't touch a barbell. Right. He literally would not touch a barbell. Cool. So everyone's a little bit different. And if you don't know who Dan Bell is, he has the heaviest raw squat of all time. Well, I feel like... And I think the heaviest raw like, I feel like it being that yeah. strong and stuff, you need more recovery. Sure. Too. Well, yeah. I mean... Yep. You like, look forward to that deadlift. You probably need two months off yeah, before sure. deadlift again. Right? Yeah. I mean... Well, yeah. And the one thing that irritated me when Thor deadlifted, he deadlifted, what, like 11.04 or something? Something like that, yeah. But... So he, like so he picked up... Yeah. 1,100 pounds. He beat Eddie Hall by like one kilo or something. Yeah, I think it was like, I think it was like so one. So like he beat him by like, it was like 1103 or something like that. But people are like, oh, it was so fast. He could have gone up. Do you understand? Well, I mean, no, no one understands literally because it's the heaviest deadlift of all time. Can you even imagine what that does to your central nervous system to deadlift 1,100 pounds? So all these internet dorks looking, oh, he should have gone up. He should have gone up. No. No. Well, people talk. People look at a lift and it goes fast, and they don't realize like the only way that you're going to move that weight is fast, yes. right? Because if you're not going to grind through a max effort deadlift at your top weight at 1100 at 1100 pounds, like it's either going to move fast because you have enough fast switch fibers to move that load, or you don't, and then you're not going to add 10 pounds and try it again. Yeah, like you get one shot at that kind of weight for the most part. Like after a certain number of years of training. You get one shot at your max effort attempt that day. And then if you miss it that day, you're not yeah. going to get it. If if Thor would have jumped from 9-something or 1,000-something to 11-15, yeah, sure, he could have got it. Right. But all he had to do was beat Eddie Hall in something new world record and he got paid. Right. So people see that stuff. But deload, back to that, it's it's all dependent on you. you got to be smart enough to, to – it's like all programming. Even if you have a coach. I saw a great post today. I want to see if I can find this quote real quick. Because I do coach people too, so and this quote resonated with me. Um, I'm on the wrong account. I want to read this quote. It's about coaching, and I think this ties into kind of what we're talking about now. And it's about your accountability with your coach. How big's his story? Okay, so Anthony Deal, who was I think he won middleweight strongest man in America's strongest man, which okay. was before Clash of the Coast, the biggest middleweight show in the world. Sure. He said, if you, if you hire a coach, it's your job to check in. You didn't hire a secretary or a babysitter. You hired a coach. Coaches guide, instruct, plan, encourage, and hold accountable, but you play the game. Coaches are here to help, but they can't address what they don't know, so let them help you. So, like, I think, okay, if you have a coach and you feel like a bag of dog crap, how does my – how – if I'm coaching Frawley or I'm coaching Dante, for example, because I literally did before PA Dutch. Right. Mm-hmm. And – I have something programmed for him that's standard, but he literally wakes up and he feels like he hit a train. He has to do 20 steps to warm up for a squat. If he doesn't tell me that, how will I know? So if you have a coach and you're like, man, I just feel horrible. I, I, my sleep feel, I got eight hours, but I still feel like crap, all that stuff. They'll be like, yeah, dude, you need a deload. You know, everyone's different. So don't be afraid to speak up. If you have a coach, like I'm not. If you some of these guys are coaching fifty people, right. they're not going to be like, "Oh, what's Riley Flynn doing today?" I'm just yeah. going to randomly check it. Like, no, dude, work with. You're not your paying coach. them enough money 
to, to check in and ask every single thing you do. Yep. Work like, with your coach. Yeah. Like, hey, coach, I don't feel so hot today. I, well, I don't know, went out the night before and was out too late till 3 in the morning and got up at 7 a.m. and feel like crap. See, I'm Riley's coach. If he was honest, that's what he would tell me. <laughs> but he's not honest. <laughs> I mean, but, you know what I do. Yeah, no, I, I know him well enough. But, but like, can you work with your coach, not against you. And, you also have to know the difference, too, when a coach has something planned out for you, and you go, man, I don't know if I got that today. But is it the anxiety of hitting a new, a higher set, like, with more weight? Yeah. Or is it like, man, I feel like crap today. I really need to talk to my coach about modifying yeah. this workout. Dude, that's how I feel about uh, my workouts. Yeah. It's like the volume we do on leg days. And those sure. Like, you always, we always do it. Yeah. yeah. You get it? Like, I, yeah, I... It's just like a mental thing you gotta get over. You just gotta do it. Like you know, you can do it. It's just kind of overwhelming. And another thing is, if you're hiring a coach, this is one of my biggest pet peeves. Okay, you hire a coach, you pay the money, you're trusting someone to do that, and then you just hop off the program. Yeah. And you just do whatever. You're like, yeah, I had two by five deadlifts at forty four fifty five today, but oh, I did. It's I get every once in a while you get an itch, you feel good. Do it, go a little heavier. But I see people all the time, and they're like, "Yeah, I just had this program, but I did this." Then why are you? Even There's also coach? a reason that you feel good when you feel yes. good in your program. You have a good it, coach. It's programmed that way, he's, so that chances you do are feel he's good leading good. you into something good. Exactly. Like that's that's stupid. The only time I I don't want to say it, I hate when I'm like my lifters, but the only time my lifters feel like crap is that two week death march before a show. Sure. That's like when I pro did you not just feel like kind of crappy like your no, last two weeks? I think that was when I did that heavy axle yeah, or whatever. Because I, I, I plan it so it's like we're peaking to the ultimate peak. We can push our body. And then I know you're going into a 7 to 10 day deload and it's going to taper. Yep. And I guess what you my boy did. We did that. Accumulate the fatigue and then you taper down. We did what that did max, We did that max deadlift from the car deadlift. One PA Dutch, baby. And then we did the axle press that Monday, I think. Yeah. And then like. A week or two after it was Pia Dutch and but yeah, that's, Josh coached me in first place. I mean, that, I'm just saying that it's exactly a good point by Frawley. Like, if you feel good, you're supposed that's to. That's good. You don't have to in the gym every time die. Right. Like, it's not like the, that's one of the things when I when we started lifting with people and they do a dynamic effort day with us. I'm like, oh, these dudes they don't train hard enough. They don't do this. If you yeah. know what speed work is on the conjugate method. Uh, you know, it's a very light percentage. We'll go 40 to 45% week one with some, so with some bands or accommodating resistance and we'll do triples. So yeah, I could, in, I could do 20 reps with that, but the purpose of it is to move the bar fast as possible and have very short rest time. So it create, it, it increases your force that you go against the barbell. So when you have heavy weight, you'll move it fast. So, you know, we had people, how many times are they jump in with us and they're like, Oh, this is too easy. And then they go and do something else and they suck. No offense. Yeah, you can't. If you're in the middle of a program and you try to jump in with people that are in the middle of a program, of course, you're going right. to think, you know, yeah. it's not how it I works. Just, a program is designed yeah. for, for certain things. For so. periods of time, not a yeah. day. I mean, it took me a while to use the actual program program because before, like, I'd go to the gym and just do whatever my buddies did and stuff. And Yeah. I think once I started sticking to an actual program, I just made so many more results than no just question. kind of jumping yeah. in. There's a reason a man, that everyone does it. A man without a plan plans to fail. That's right. one of my favorite quotes ever. It's honestly true. It's true. If you are at a point, like, you're pretty sure, like, when you start lifting, you can go in the gym and you can do whatever. Like, just do chest, 
then do legs, then do, you know what I mean? You can do a bro split like that and get away with it because you're a beginner. But once you get to a more advanced level, even when you just get to intermediate, like a plan is going to help you so much. You can manage your volume. You can manage your intensity. You may just manage everything. And that's what a program is designed to do to meet your goals. Like, uh, you know, trust it. It's fun to have something to follow and it just adds structure. So, I, I mean, I'm, yeah, there's, there's coaches out there though. I could go, I think with social media, the coaching market has gotten so diluted. Just, yeah, just yeah. overflow. And I'm not, I really, We've don't, talked about that I'm not saying anyone in mind. I'm just saying, like, there's coaches that, in all reality, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Well, yeah. And it's Let's just because you can go on Instagram and you can be a dork. And you, Same. I think it goes both ways. I think you can be super strong but not know how to program. But you can be weak and you can know how to program. Well, this one, this one dude I knew that wanted to get the powerlifting. So we hired some gym shark bodybuilder as a yeah. powerlifting coach. And he said, like, halfway through the program, he just quit answering them. And kind yeah. of just giving generic, like, powerlifting movements he probably googled he's yeah. a bodybuilder he doesn't know anything about powerlifting my thing is when i had a coach i want communication yeah like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna send you 20 texts a day but if i have a question if i have to go out of town for my job i can i can we can make uh we can adapt that program to fit what i may not have from my old gym yep. to new like i want stuff like that i hear horror stories about people hiring like top strength coaches and they pay so much money and then they just ghost them Yep. They give them a cookie-cutter program, and they ghost them. If you're paying for individualized programming, it should be individualized. Right. It should not be a cookie-cutter program. Yep. Like, you've got to find... Like, I'll have guys that come and, like, I don't know anything about this new lifter. So i got to run some more basic stuff at the beginning to be like, okay, well, where the heck are you weak at? Do you have a weak deadlift? Where's your, where are you weak in the deadlift? Is it your hamstrings? Is it your hips? Is your upper back? Is your lower back? So yeah, I may have you do some basic stuff for four to eight weeks, but that's so I can set you up for success to find where your weaknesses are. Like, uh, I mean, if you're go if you're paying for individualized programming and you just are getting a cookie cutter program, you can go online and get a pro. You can just find a basic powerlifting program. Yeah, there's like a little like, spreadsheet website where it's like ten different programs yeah. or hundred different programs you can just pick. That's more. the age of this stuff. Like, learn what works for you. Learn what type of programming you work. And then, the best program is going to be the one you follow. And then find a coach that yeah. trains how you like to train too, and then so they can adapt to like what you like doing too. So you don't, yeah. you know. I mean, if you're if you're trying to be a strongman, don't hire a don't hire a bodybuilder. You should hire a strongman coach. Yeah, because yeah. it's easy for that. Don't go on Chris Bumstead's nutrition app. Do his workouts. Or it's like what know. I what I said about I don't know who that is, but it's uh like. I've never programmed for someone that something that I haven't done myself sure. because I like to know the stimulus. I like to know how well it worked. It's easy to just write stuff down on a piece of paper and be like, follow this. Right. But then that's when you're going to get someone hurt or they're not going to get stronger or, you know, what they're going to burn out. So, yeah. Find the right coach for you. I feel like coaching comes up all the time on this pod. Yeah. It's a good topic to talk about. It is a good You can topic. never talk enough about coaching. If you're interested in coaching, hit me up. So, yeah, Dante's got some people, too. Yeah. Hit us up. I think Riley even has somebody. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he, he taught me leg drive. That's... Yeah. We're, we are Riley's client. Like, we are Riley's client. Coach Riley. Riley, Riley is very good. Compliment time. Yeah. Riley is horrible at doing the lifts himself, but 
he uh, he can help us so much. Uh, he does, he needs to help me more. Right. Yeah, well, you need, you to, need to help me more. Riley, and then I'm very nice to him. I, don't think I, I think that could be a segment for the YouTube channel. Riley, I can't tell you how many times he's helped someone. I can, visual, I can visualize it better there's, than I can There's do been it like over 10 people that are members or past members of the old gym or anything. And they're like, yeah, Riley really helped me with this. Riley helped me immensely. I'm like, yeah, stones. he's smart. He just doesn't apply to himself. Riley said, Frawley, you're not but doing this on your stones. He said, look at this video. Another compliment. Like, Who did he show you a video of? Not you. <laughs> another, another compliment for Riley. Deadlifts today, best position I've ever seen him Because have. he quit doing touch yeah. and go. The dude's a beast. Quit doing touch and go. Know, I did not know Riley's spine. It could go straight. It's I really easy, thought it was just looked so like a scared cat. One of those memes that you see. He looks great. Fitness I'm proud of the guy. Riley's going to deadlift 500 sooner than later. That's something I have to get better at. I'm yeah. way better at visualizing the list and watching other people do it, it than feeling it. Yeah. i got to figure out where I, I need to feel it. I'm telling you right now, Riley could have a seriously, really, really good log press if, if he applied what he tells other people to do to himself. Yeah. I mean, we all fall I victim totally of that. Agree. I'm sure I tell people stuff, and then I'm a head case, and I go up and don't do it. But, like, Riley has a strong press already, right. and then he doesn't do leg drive. Like, well, he, he's the king of showing people. Like, I'm, I'm a big victim he's the of worst stuff thing. like that. Like, yeah. In my head, I feel like I'm doing, like, a leg drive. Mm-hmm. Sure. But when you watch the video, everyone's like, you didn't use legs. Anymore. But then that's yeah. why I, I do think, like, you should videotape a lot of your list because, like, you can see yourself. It's so... It's so much easier to correct yourself when you see yourself do something. You have to. If yeah. you're trying to do technical movements and you don't video yourself, you're you're selling yourself short. Yeah. How can 100%. you fix your technique if you don't see the technique? Yeah. Right. Like it's impossible. If your elbows flare on a bench and you don't feel your elbows flare on a bench, and somebody says, "Hey, your elbows are flaring on your bench," right? You have no idea. Yeah. And until somebody shows you, look at what your elbows are doing, you go, oh, and then you can work on it. But until you, got, you see it. You've got to have good training partners that will yeah. tell you what right. to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got to say, like, you, you've got to have people that will speak up. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it may hurt your feelings at first. They tell you you're not hitting death. But like do I said, right. you go to a meet, you're going to be pissed when you don't hit death. Right. And then mm-hmm. your training partners right. were kissing your butt the whole training cycle. And, and I don't need hype men. I need, right. I need people that are going to tell me what I'm I don't want to be in the gym surrounded by yes men. No, I don't want that. Ever. If I'm doing yeah. something wrong, say it. Yeah. I don't want people saying I got some good arms or something. I want them telling me what I'm doing wrong. Right. right. Tell like if I miss my top log press and somebody says, dude, your clean sucks, then I need to work on my clean. Well, Not, no, I'm oh, sure. man, you were so close to that. You'll get it next time. That doesn't do me any good. Right. But... I mean, it helped. It it's. I'm sure for a lot of lifters, it's nice to hear something nice every yeah. once in a while. But it helps you a lot more. Don't take it personally if someone's trying to help you. That's all I'm saying. You can provide critical responses. You can critique somebody in a positive manner. If people heard the way we talk to each other sometimes, <laughs> and we're trying to correct each other, they would. If you walked into 580 Barbell on like a on a normal weekday, and like the way we, not just us four, like everyone, everybody. People would be like, dude, these guys just don't like each other. But then we fix it and we're all like hugging and fist pounding and like hyping each other up. He said that about Brandon. I think think I'm missing the hug part. No, yeah. Well, because we social distance right now. I'll hug you whenever you want. You said you looked over at Brandon and somebody else and thought they were going to get in a fist fight. And then like seconds later, they were like. Because he tells you how it is. I mean, that's that's just how it is. But shout out to Jason Furby. Furby from the Furby! Furby yeah. down the block, baby. Triple took a single best ever squat uh, for a triple yesterday. Top Crushed single it. for a triple. Crushed. That's dope. So shout out to Furby. That's a big set. Yeah. 
Who else we need to shout out at 580 Barbell? Check out 580 Barbell on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube now. We got our hype, our Officially first hype video. It's out. It's doing pretty good. It's doing great. Our last podcast is doing great. 21 did amazing. So thank yeah. you to everyone that's been listening. Not one's set in stone yet, but we might be Go. starting to upload the podcast. Yeah. We're we thinking might, about it. Yeah. Go check out EFL Nutrition too for, for sponsoring this episode. Seriously, like one thing, I just start, started really paying attention to my nutrition. Uh, I think no matter what your goals are, paying attention to nutrition can really, really pay off. Like, no I question. think that's one thing that is very overlooked. And I, I think it could really help you as a strength athlete, general gym goer, what, whatever your goals are. I think there's a nutrition plan for you. You've got to learn your body. And, and I think EFL Nutrition, we know Coach Jen there. She's great. I've known her for quite a while. Um, amazingly, she'll help you with anything. Tell her, you know, you heard about her on the show or you heard about her at 580 Barbell. You're going to get 10% off. So, I mean, just at least inquire about yeah. it. I mean, yeah. if you're sitting there like, hey, I think I can improve my diet a I little mean, bit. Nutrition is like the one thing, in my opinion, that sets yourself aside when you become into the intermediate level. Right? And sleep. So and sleep, sleep and nutrition, which is based around your recovery, right? Which mm -hmm. kind of brings me to the, what do you do with the 22 hours that you're not at the gym? Right. Right? So you go in the gym, you have a crappy lift. Sometimes that just happens, Right. You go to the gym, ah, don't feel too hot today, didn't sleep well, didn't eat well, which if it's an occasional thing, I get that, that's normal. But if you're going into the gym constantly and your lifts aren't where you want them to be, then you need to start looking at what you're doing outside of the gym. Because if you talk to anybody, they're doing in the gym what they think is right. I mean, right? Everybody works hard in the gym. Right. But the hard work part when you get to the intermediate and advanced level is not in the gym, it's the outside of the gym. Because you don't get strong in the gym. You get strong when you recover. And if you're not doing the nutritional things, you're not doing the sleep, you're not doing appropriate things to recover. Right. What, like, are you taking it as serious as you think you are? Because yeah. just because you put forth a good effort in the gym doesn't necessarily mean you're doing all of the right things outside of the gym. Like, my thing is, who the hell doesn't go to the gym and try hard? Exactly. Try their hardest. Everybody. Everyone goes to the gym. Like, I'm, I mean, I get you go through the most, like... If you're serious about lifting, though, you go to the gym and you take it serious. Yeah. No one goes in there and like, hey, I'm going to use 50% of my energy when I lift this. No one You're going to try your hardest when you lift while you're in the gym. So everyone's doing that. So, like, going after the gym, eating a good meal, working on nutritional timing, getting seven to eight hours of sleep, uh, you know. Every day. Yeah. Like, doing these things every day. Stretching if you, need, if you feel like crap. Get up, get, if you sit in a chair for eight hours a day, which most Americans do, get up and do a walk. Right, walk for Just go, minutes. yeah, seriously. Like a lunch break or something. Yeah. I mean, go do, go, like, it's going to set you apart. Right. So, that's a really good point. Like, what are you doing outside the gym? Just, I don't want to hear people talk about, man, my lifts suck right now, or man, this, this isn't going well, or like, uh, I don't know, my bench doesn't feel right. And then, what are you doing when you leave the gym? Like, yeah. are you doing anything? Set yourself apart. Right? Like, you can control your nutrition. Don't. Like, talk with EFL Nutrition. Mm -hmm. You can talk with somebody who can help you with working on yeah. improving sleep. Right. You can talk with somebody to improve your stress outside of the gym. Yeah. If you're serious about it, you'll do it. If you're not, you're just going to talk about it. That's fair. Yeah, like, I mean, 100%. And so, I mean, that's how you're going to break through plateaus, too. That's how you're going to get better. Um, if you're not willing to go those extra steps, you're not as serious about training as you think you are. Yep. Yeah. Dollars to it. And don't be the guy that's like, 
oh, you know, I'm not getting enough sleep. I'm not getting enough food. I'm My back hurts. Do stuff to be proactive. No one's going to come up to you and be like, out of the blue, like, hey, man, your back hurts. This is exactly what you need to do. You better research yourself. At the end of the day, strongman, powerlifting, Olympic lifting, bodybuilding, it's all a hobby for all of us. Sure. I mean, unless the top guys in the world are listening right now, if you are, what's up? But it's probably all, it's probably all, you know, I don't want to say average. There's really competitive guys that listen, I'm sure. But at the end of the day, for all of us, the reality is it's a hobby. No one's going to come up and tell you exactly what you need to do. you got to seek yourself. you got to do your own research, read a book, talk to people smarter than you. I mean, that's just that's the reality. And if you aren't sure where to start, ask us. Yeah. Ask somebody at your gym that's uh, experienced or not. You know how I got into heavy lifting? I found the strongest, biggest dude at my gym. And followed him around. And I literally showed I said, when do you lift? Shout out to Jordan Welker. He's literally the reason I got into strength sports. Nicest dude in the world. He lifted at 6 in the morning, which I like to lift early in the morning in college. He would seriously wait at the gym doors at 5.45 every single morning, wait for the person that opened the gym, for, literally first one in the gym. I said, can I show up and train with you? He's like, of course you can show up and train with me. And he's the biggest dude in the gym, strongest dude in the gym at that time. And he took me under his wing, programmed for me for free. As, all he asked was that I show up four days a week and I show up on time. That's how I learned. Most of the time, the strongest people in the gym are the nicest people in the gym. You know why? Because they've been there. They've been there. They've been at they that. You're if you're just beginning, they've been exactly where you're at. Yep. And also, we live in a world where so much stuff is on social media. Right. You can find an answer to anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, we've got a few questions this week. Um, Matt freaking Deacons. I really like that guy. Yeah, he's Deacon. a he's a conjugate lifter. Come to 580. Yeah, come to 580. He lives pretty far away, doesn't he? He lives in Toledo. It sounds like a good day trip or weekend trip. He you said stay with he's me, He's going to do a competition. So he said yeah, after that, that. After that, he wants to make a trip. Uh, so favorite lifts and accessories. So let's pick a lift. Um, my favorite lift is deadlift by far. Um, I agree. My favorite... My favorite... My favorite accessory for deadlifts by far is deficits. I, for me, I think deficits and I think pauses work amazing. Does um, stiff bar deadlifts count as an accessory deadlift? Because yeah, that's definitely my that's favorite. that's a big one. Because stiff bar, I like stiff. It could also be a primary depending on what you're training. Right. I because like. I mean, if you if you compete and don't, right. yeah, do deadlift bars. Right. No, we don't talk about a, those geeky federations. Beltless stiff bar deadlift is my favorite accessory deadlift. I like. I like a pause, and I also, if you're a conventional puller, sumo. Sure. That is so, if you're that, that guy that talks crap on sumo deadlifting, it's just because you can't. I'm not going to lie. I was conventional forever, and I, my back was really hurt, and I switched to sumo, and it made my back yeah, feel it a lot It takes better. a lot less stress on your low back yeah. if you do it right. And it strengthens your hips. Right. So I, I guess don't, what, I don't, don't have the flexibility for sumo. Right back, favorite deadlift accessory. I want to hear it. I've been liking RDLs. Ooh, RDLs are good. That's a good one. That's a good one. RDLs are really good. I like stiff legs. I like I like like eight to ten on sure. stiff legs, like heavy though. Yeah. Not like heavy not enough for yeah. a stiff leg deadlift. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but the, yeah. Deadlift my favorite. It's a good one. question. Yeah, very good question. Um Do I like fitness? Do you guys like fitness? Who asked that? <laughs> Who asked that? <laughs> one of my one of my wrestlers. You can get yeah, we like fitness. Boom. Yep. 
Facts from me. Tell the story about the dude <clears throat> freaking out and yelling about the Illuminati at the YMCA. That's Dave Bowie. One day we were training, and this dude at the YMCA, I've talked about it before. We talked about it last episode, yep. actually. This dude literally like lost his mind and just started, like, he gave us a date. And he was like, on this date, like, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama are going to, like, personally come in your house. And he said, like, very explicit stuff, do this stuff to you, and, like, take you to, like, a village, like, underground. And, like, he was in Dave's face, like, literally touching noses. I have a video of it on my old phone of him in his face. This dude just lost his marbles. And he's like, no, you watch. Hillary Clinton's going to come and, and, like, do all this explicit stuff to you and then take you to the lizard people and you're going to be a slave. For, and he was, he was dead <laughs> serious. And, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of the story. We saw how that worked. I've got so many weird strength training stories. Holy cow. Dude, that dude one, just, he snapped one day. Dude, there's a weird, like, Illuminati kind of guy, I think. Me and my buddy were thinking about it at LA Fitness. I was about to do my, uh, I was at the demo rack and he comes over and starts playing patty cake and, like, flipping his knife around right next to me. Yeah. And, like, I was, I was like, you won't get that at 580 I bet he was a related person. Probably. Yeah. He probably was. He heard I had a reptile. Yep. That's why. Well... Thank you, everyone. I think that's it for this episode. Yep. Riley, make your make your best anime noise before we leave. I'm not gonna do that. But <laughs> <laughs> you want to you want to tell the people what the new members of the gym said today? The new members at the gym. When they were, you were giving them the tour. Oh, I was giving two people, and they said that that guy looked really strong, and then pointed at Riley. They said, "I can tell you have strong people at this gym." And pointed yeah, at yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I told them, "I said, don't say that." <laughs> so I'm like, no, Riley's like, "It's about it. time I get some damn respect." <laughs> Riley, if Riley wears a black shirt, he looks, he looks jacked cute. and awesome. <laughs> you know if he wears else? a color that isn't black, he looks horrible. You know, this is gonna make Riley look huge. That 500 pound deadlift. It's <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Let's go. I seriously cannot wait. Hold on, happen. Ron's going to pop five super drills before that before that Can't win. Wait. That might also help a little bit. Um, we'll get you right. You can use my straps like you like. Again, oh, yeah. thank you to uh, EFL Nutrition. We still got gun power on board. You can still buy their supplements down at the gym, and you can still use the code 580BARBELL10 in all caps at gunpower.com, G-U-N-N, power.com we're still on board with them thank you efl nutrition uh subscribe to our youtube page like us or follow us on instagram 580 barbell all one word and like us on facebook we appreciate everyone uh listening to this podcast be sure to subscribe share the episode every week man we really appreciate it thank you guys for all taking the time to listen to this we're thanks brain- for listening we'll brainstorming for the youtube some more so we're gonna keep getting better and better let us know who you want to have on uh, let us know what you want to talk about every week. If you don't, if you don't follow us on Instagram already, every week we post questions, topics, so that you can kind of get to us there as well. Ask thank, questions. Thank you, everyone. Later. Peace. Love follow, you guys. follow Riley. Yep.